Blog Talk Radio. live on Loudmouth Radio. It is always an incredible evening to be on air. Tonight is no other than our great opportunity to be on Tea Time, the Entrepreneurial Academy. We are live at loudmouthradio.com. Make sure you tune in if you're able to at our studio lines at 347-826-7520. And if you're online and just want to tune in, you can also listen in live right now at loudtalkradio.com slash loudmouthradio. Our social media, we're able to chat with you if you're on social media on who, or actually we have a couple of handles we want to make sure you're able to uh, connect with us on. If you're on Twitter, you can actually tweet us at Loudmouth and Loudmouth Radio. Make sure you put in the two Ds. And we're on Facebook at Loudmouth Radio Network. And tonight is always an opportunity for us to showcase around the world uh, wonderful entrepreneurs that are in the world making a difference and doing things in their own communities. And tonight we're actually driving into Gainesville, Florida, where we have an amazing nonprofit organization that is working with inner city youth around the Gainesville, Florida area. And uh, for those who may not be familiar with Gainesville, Gainesville is primarily uh, one of the main cities you hit as you come across the Florida line from, if you're coming uh, south from Georgia, and uh, probably the uh, one of the top states excuse me, one of the top cities that you'll find in the uh, central area of Florida that has a large population, of course, because the universities and everything in the area. So we want to make sure that you're able to connect with this organization as we dive in and talk about some of the great details of NMB Shooters Incorporated. And tonight we're going to have the opportunity to speak to the CEO and Executive Director of this organization, Ms. Tandra Simmons. Are you online with us and on air tonight? Yes, I am, Sunny. How are you doing? I am wonderful. How are you tonight? I'm fine. I'm doing good. Just busy than ever, I, I, but I'm doing good. I, I know you are wonderful, man. You know what? It's always great to be able to come on air and talk to somebody that's doing some things and who is equally as busy as most of us in the course of the day. But I got to tell our listening audience, this, this is some things that our audience is not privy to know, and it's always a good time to share. Uh, Ms. Simmons, who's on the line with us this evening, has been so excited about this broadcast. She actually hit us up early this morning. It's like, yeah, are we on air now, 730 this morning? I was like, no. <laughs> I said, I love it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. You know, I had, to throw, I had to throw that one in there. I was just so excited to uh, to really have this broadcast with you tonight. <laughs> yes, oh, it's an goodness. honor, though. It's Absolutely, same here, same here, and I'm so excited. I have so many things that I want us to try to crunch in in the time period given, 
And if not, you know, we'll always ex- extend it out as needed. So the first thing I want to ask, um, and I, let me let me give a little background to our audience. I had an opportunity about a month, it's almost been about three weeks to a month ago, um, I was in Douglasville actually with one of our other clients that's in that area, Bubba Max. And I actually met you in the Bubba Max. You were actually up for some training in the in the market up here. And we had an opportunity yeah. to interchange cards. And, you know, from that, I know we were in the Florida area, and I was able to come and meet you and uh, have, had a little bit of time to talk about some of the things that you guys are doing as a nonprofit, which I think is amazing. So, right. um, so I kind of gave the briefing of, you know, how we've come to know each other. And I know that, you know, this is the start of a long um, opportunity of a relationship that's going to blossom. Um, you know, good yes, spirits yes. always recognize good spirits. Yes. So, yeah. uh, Tandra, please share with me uh, in our audience, um, you know, you know, just a little bit about who you are and, um, you know, what your background is. And then we'll kind of dive into the organization as well. Okay, I am the CEO of a nonprofit organization, 501c3 charity organization called the NMB Shooters. Um, the NMB Shooters was um, recently named about five years ago um, after my grandmother, which is Nettie Mae Berry. But what we do is help kids in a less unfortunate area at risk youth in a, um, on the southeast side of town in Gainesville, Florida. We reach out mm-hmm. to those youth that's in need and give them hope at all different angles so that they'll be able to reach their goals in life. Um, we currently have two youth football teams, six basketball teams, and a tutoring program that has partnered with the Boys and Girls Club. And we look into staying father by having a volleyball team and other um, sports for the youth. I love it. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you you actually dove right in, and I was gonna. One of my first questions I was gonna ask was, I know that you have the abbreviation, and that was gonna be one of my first questions. So I'm glad you actually honored us with that uh, first out, out the gate introduction. So I gotta yeah. ask. I'm gonna bring this back around to how did you get to a point of establishing uh, this youth program and, and incorporating it into an organization? Um. Basically, it started out to be a basketball and tutoring program. I see the need to reach out to kids and use sports as a tool. You'll find out in a okay. lot of at-risk in a lot of at-risk youth that um, they tend not to really care about education like they used to. So we use sports as a tool to reach out to them. It's more like an incentive. So once they do their homework and do good in school, they're able to play sports. Amazing. And so we were talking about a lot of issues. Now, um, you're primarily, um, your main focus is in Gainesville with the uh, organization, correct? Right. Okay, you're based out of Gainesville, obviously. So you mentioned that you guys have partnered up with the Boys and Girls Club. Is it the Boys and Girls Club that's in that area in Gainesville itself? Yes, in the Gainesville area. We're looking to hopefully ascend out of Gainesville one day, but at the current time, yes, it's the Boys and Girls Club in the Gainesville area. Okay, great. Now, with um, you mentioned you have football and basketball. Of course, you're going to integrate some more sports. What are the ages of the youth that you're working with? Um, with football, we work from ages 7 to 10 at this um, current time. And then with basketball, it's anywhere from the age of 7 all the way to the age of um, 18. 
Okay. So now um, for you as the executive director, and um, are, are you actually, you know, finding, how, how are you, let me back up, how are you finding the kids or are the kids finding you guys that have become a part of your youth program? Um, it's more like your program. Um, your radio station say loudmouth. Um, the word of mouth is a powerful thing, Sonny. So um, mostly, you Absolutely. know, we hand out flyers. <laughs> we hand out flyers and um, pass them out to people in the neighborhood. Uh, we use the local newspaper sometimes to advertise different um, events that we have taking place. So it's just a matter of getting the word out. Okay, great. So for you, um, you're in a you're in a seat of constantly recruiting youth, and then you're also organizing the programs that you guys are participating in. And are you also are you what's some of your responsibilities as far as you know other than of course um, running a whole organization? But what's some what's some of the due diligence that you're doing with your organization on hand? Uh, my job is basically to make sure everything is running smoothly, to make sure the operation, um, the organization um, expands, to reach out to different people and let them know what we're about. Um, radio interviews, of course. <laughs> um, Absolutely. Sure that, that always helps. <laughs> <laughs> advertisement. And also um, try to reach out to the college and places in the area that can help support this um, organization as well. So I pretty much have the um, hard part, and I handle all the complaints and the issues and um, concerns that comes um, our way for the organization. Amazing. Okay. So, so I, we actually had someone on social media that sent a message and wanted to know what inspired you to do this actual, or you know, to do what you're doing now in this organization. Um, it was mostly um, my grandmother that um, deceased back in 2003. Um, she mostly inspired me by, um, she always used to say, make sure you help somebody like other people are helping you. Give something back. Don't always expect something in return. Always give. Amazing. Amazing. So is your is your grandmother still living? No, she passed away in 2003. And so... Um, she always was what was for was right. Like, you know, she believed uh, she had a lot of integrity. Very important. So with, <laughs> you know, and I think you said you've been running this organization now for five years. Right. Okay. But did you actually participate in sports yourself as a youth? And yes, what sports, basketball. if you did? Basketball? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Did you play? Did you play high school, college, anything? Uh, VR, high school. you know, uh, in high school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I gotta ask school. this question. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta ask this question because this is a common love for us. You know, for you, um, <laughs> the, the the basketball, you know, provide you know more to you than you know the competitiveness. Did it provide anything more to you? you know, as an individual, that you feel that you're now able to translate, you know, some of those core values into some of the youth that you're dealing with? Yes, it does. Um, I always have a saying during um, basketball season, and I always tell them, work hard, and then you're able to eat later, which means that if you work hard with getting the ball on defense, then you're able to score. So it's just like life. If you work hard, you eat later. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. With um, now, are you coaching um, any of the sports that the kids are participating in? Um, well, I coach basketball some, but that's about it right now. Um, because my okay. plate has gotten heavier with owning two other businesses, so I don't have the free time as you I used to, you know, usually do. Okay, awesome. So you have some volunteer coaches. Are you looking for coaches and stuff like that for the yeah. for the kids and for the teams? Always looking for coaches. Anybody that's willing to help, um, always an open door for that because you want to expand as much as possible. And the more help you have, the more. Uh, convenient it is for the coaches to just coach. You can have assistant coaches. You know, you're just looking for the organization to expand more, especially with some of the basketball teams. Some of the basketball teams are traveling teams. And, okay. that's, you know, that's real hard because those players are normally elite players, and they need a lot of funding to go down the road because you have to pay for the tournament, the hotels, and the transportation. And a lot of those um, kids do not have parent support or fund financial support like an average, you know, average family situation. So we're always looking for coaches and more help and and especially more finances to um, support the organization. Absolutely, because it definitely does take a lot. It takes a lot, you know, to you, – you, when you're dealing with youth, you're dealing with their, in each individual child's family, their parents, the situations and circumstances right. that they're dealing with, um, which is uh, I'm gonna tell you already now, dealing with inner inner uh, inner city and at risk youth, there's normally gonna be some heavier complications. Um, right. You know, maybe when it comes to the from the home, you know, um, a lot of times it may not be a whole lot of support from the family. Um, although, uh, you know, really and truly, sometimes your organization, the the youth that they're amongst, the coaches, the volunteers, and stuff like that, become that kid's, you know, stronger nucleus, you know, it gives them sometimes more structure, more foundation that they do at home. And, um, you know, yeah. So, you know, we, you know, I, I, I come from that same, uh, background and understanding. So I know how essential it is to have programs or organizations like yours in the community, make a difference. Like, you know, like what you guys are, let's take a quick commercial break real quick. And, uh, we're going to come right back and we definitely have a few more questions. So, uh, this whole type okay. just a sec. Okay. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Hi, my name is Carolyn McKenzie. I'm founder and president of Mental Health in the African American Community. Suicide claims about 40,000 lives every year in the United States. Traditionally, African Americans have felt that suicide wasn't as much of a problem as it is in other communities. However, a pattern has emerged among African Americans that could contradict reports of low suicide rates among blacks. Mental Health in the African American Community is a national nonprofit organization based in Stockbridge, Georgia. I started this agency because my niece had a mental breakdown and stabbed me and killed herself. We are doing something. Every Monday night, we have an open discussion called Let's Talk About It. Please come check us out at 125 Eagles Landing Parkway, Suite 121B in Stockbridge, Georgia. For more information, call 770-873-4496. That's 770-873-4496. Or visit our website, mhiaac.org, mhiaac.org. All right, we're back. We're live here at loudmouthradio.com, and we have 
Um, it's Tantra Simmons of NMB Shooters Incorporated. You know, Tantra, I got to make sure I take my time because I've been <laughs> ran on them letters. <laughs> and people are like, what is that, NBM, NBA? <laughs> but, uh, you know. Most people say NBA. You, you with the NBA? I know, that's though. what I said. Yeah, that's what I said. I know if I don't slow down, I'll be over here. So, yeah, you know the NBA. <laughs> the NBA. Oh, my goodness. So, like I said, we are on. Yes, I'm going to make sure I take my time with that. Uh, Jasmine will tell you, I'll be so quick to say names and numbers. I'm trying to tell somebody to call in. I'm like, okay, I did kind of say that kind of fast, so let me slow down. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so we're back on Tea Time with Live uh, with NMB Shooters Incorporated, a nonprofit 501c3 that works with inner city youth around the Gainesville, Florida area, and we have the executive director, uh, Tandra on the line with us tonight, and uh, this organization is doing wonderful things. Um, wholeheartedly, the mission of the organization is definitely to provide innovative, comprehensive, and culturally sensitive services to positively impact the lives of youth and their families. So I got to say, I love a part of your slogan that you use, shoot for the moon, even if you miss it, you'll still be with the stars. Tell me what that means and why you chose that. I chose that because a lot of people, I mean, a lot of the youth, um, when they fail at something, they have a tendency to give up nowadays. Um, It's not like when you and I were growing up, a lot of times um, you'll find that if you're a coach, you know, you now have to coach, um, be the coach, the counselor, and the parent all in one. And a lot of kids come in and they have um, a low self-esteem um, more than they did back in the day, and um, you got you got to tell them things to keep their hopes up and make them feel important about themselves, and let them know that it's okay to fail. It's not the fact that you made the mistake; it's the fact that you can get up and do it again. So it's like what Absolutely. you did to fix the mistake. So that's what it is. Even if you try, you're you're successful in our eyes. You don't have to be the Absolutely. greatest or the most perfect person. Yeah. So. We just give them hope. It's all about hope. And that's key. You know, I know as you were speaking, you talked about, you know, our generation too. You know what's so funny? You know, I noticed that, and and we're starting to do what we've heard when we were the kids that you have ages. We would say, you know, the generation before us and, you know, our generation, I'm like, ooh, we. We're starting to sound like yeah. little elders, right? <laughs> no, but yeah. seriously. Uh, you know, yeah. it's amazing that you'll always hear um, the generations before speak in regards to what what things were like for them and in correlation yeah. to what the youth are dealing with now. And I can remember, um, you know, I was born and raised in Chicago from the south side, mm-hmm. and I play basketball, and I'm going to tell you something, you know, one of the things that is so essential with programs like yours uh, is that sometimes you're the only thing that gives a kid a lifeline to not give up. Right. You know, just the fact that, right. that you guys are there, even if you're not the most organized, and I mean, honestly, if you're not, the, you you don't have to be the most right. organized. You might, you guys may have uniforms that don't match. Numbers might be backwards. Words <laughs> might be peeling yeah. a little and yeah. you know, as as adults, and you know, as owners of businesses and organizational leaders, you know, we're very critical. You know, we're we're, we're always going to look at how we look and how we appear. And and I'm not saying this to say that the organization needs to, to come off crappy. That's not my point. But right, my right, my thing right. is that to these youth, 
just the fact that you're there, you care, you're taking the time, you're putting in, not even just providing them somewhere to express themselves in recreational sports, but that you are giving them corrective action and that you are reinforcing right. hope and that you are reinforcing to to strive and that you're going to fail. You know, I think a lot of times we try to save people um, or, or, or try to tell you that it's, you know, not saying that neither one of us is saying this in our conversation, but sometimes it's, Adults, we try to lean kids away from from certain things, and sometimes if we're professionals ourselves, we'll drill into our kids or, or the kids that are with us to to do this perfect or um, that they have to do right. this in a certain manner. And you know what's so funny is you know especially if you like myself, I was I've always been very competitive when it came to sports and stuff like that. But you have to learn to kind of curve it when you're dealing with youth, um, because everybody's not at the same level. Um, no, they're not. You know, yeah, you know, and, and and they have, you know, there may be, their participation may be for multiple reasons. And I've learned to just say that it's not just because they love the game of basketball or they love the game of football. It could be that this is the only time that somebody's paying attention to them. You That's know? true. Or, That's true. Or, you know, this is the only time that I'm with another group of people that may feel like my siblings when my siblings don't treat me like they my siblings. You know, it's just right, so many, right. you know, so many different things that, you know, until you talk to these kids and they open up to you, you don't know what they're dealing with. Um, yeah. And it is a big difference. There's a big difference of what it was for us as youth and what it is now. And I think that you guys are doing a magnificent job. I went to your Facebook page, and for our listening audience that's listening to this show, I'm going to encourage you to go to facebook.com slash nmb.shooters. We'll get you to their Facebook page. And um, I don't know, uh, Tanja, do you guys have a uh, like a donation button or anything on your Facebook page? We have one on our website, uh, which is nmbshooters.org. Uh, we have a donation button on there. Okay, awesome. Yeah. So that's important because we want to make sure our audience knows how they can, you know, take part in this. And and so l- let me find out from you uh, just how much weight are you guys carrying. These youth programs that you guys are initiating and running, do your kids have uniforms? We um, we could use some more uniforms. What we have is like just the average right now because a lot of them cannot even afford registration fees. We even, for our fundamental teams, we got the jerseys down to $30 so the kids will be able to join, and a lot of the parents mm-hmm. are just not even providing for that. Our AAU team, okay. for the, the kids, you know, the lead players, they're, for their tournament games, you know, we have two teams that are traveling. Their tournament okay. games hotel fee runs every bit of about 21000 So, you know, and then you look at the youth program, I mean the tutoring program, uh, for the youth, and, you know, they can always use books and everything like that because um, Boys and Girls Club already carrying their weight, and so we need to carry our weight of our organization as well. And that can run, you know, for the tutors and everything, that can run every bit of 30000 paying out tutors every year to support um, the at-risk youth. Because a lot of the How many kids? <laughs> I'm sorry. How I was going to ask, how many there? kids roughly do you guys have, yeah, amongst all of oh, your I, organizational activities? Uh-huh. Ooh. And all is running by at least about 200 to 250 kids. Yeah, that's a lot. Because, yeah, and our tutoring program goes anywhere from K um, kindergarten to 
to eighth grade mostly because high school have their own different events happening. So, yes, it is very costly. And awesome. we would love to have any sponsors. <laughs> yes, as we speak, I got a message. Look, from words to action, outreach is already stepping up to the plate and saying they're supplying some school supplies for your kids. So let me okay, tell you, that's gonna you. Inc- yes, there's going to be some book bags, some pencils, pens, oh, papers. Appreciate that. Yes, that absolutely. Cool. Yes, and I would love to um, also advertise their name on our website. Uh we thank them very much. Oh, that's a blessing. <laughs> yes, and that and that is from the founder and the from the founder and uh, executive director Jazzy Joe Smith uh, from Words okay. to Action. I'm gonna see if she's gonna get in and uh, speak speak to us while we're on air. But yes, and we understand that we had a big um, we had a uh, a big back to school drive, and um, with you know, kids like you speak of inner city youth, at risk youth, it is always challenging. Um and see you're talking about recreational. So you know right, right. sometimes we, we in the habit we get we get caught up on the calendar. Oh yeah, we do a back to school drive. Okay, so these kids go back to school August, September. We're in October, November. A lot of those supplies that we got then, they're out of. <laughs> yeah, because so, I was just looking at a kid's backpack. It's all tore up, and it's holding on by needle and thread, and it looks ridiculous, and they don't have any supplies. You're right. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, I, look, I'm, we're at Radio is a media partner for, for Words to Action, and so we're very happy to say that we know that from um, our outreach partner for Words to Action is definitely ready now with plenty of book bags and supplies. So we're going to make sure um, we get that information and, and then get that get those supplies over to you. And she's also making a note to us. She's sending a message to please take pictures of the of the youth that actually get it. You know, that's always a blessing to see. (laughs) Yes, it would. I tell them very, I thank them very much. I can't thank them enough. I appreciate everything they're doing. Oh, that's a blessing. Yes, it is. So let me ask you this. Go ahead. ahead. As soon as you what now? As soon as I get those pictures, I'm going to send them off to them. So I just need their information. So, okay, awesome. And I was awesome. going to say, I know you mentioned the Boys and Girls Club. So do you guys take take part in some of your youth activities at the Boys and Girls Club that's there with you? Yes. Um, we actually, um, we have the tutoring program and the academic part, and they pretty much let us run things the way we want to. They have another section, like, section for mentoring um, the children or just activities, but we mostly run the tutoring academic part of the program. And so we work, um, we coincide with them, we work together with them on a lot of things. So I love it. it I love it. It works out pretty good. And we, we're looking to extend, hopefully, to another building too. And um, so we can be more hands on with um, more curriculum. Because, uh, you know, dealing with at risk youth. It's hard to get those kids to settle down. You know where I'm coming from. It's hard to get them to well, focus. Because all the kids nowadays are keep saying, I'm going to be an NBA player or NFL. And you have to ask them, like, what are you going to do academically? And they cannot tell us. They're like, <laughs> like academics, where it comes from? They have a vision exactly. like they're going to leave high school and go into the NFL or NBA. And you have to explain to them, it doesn't work that way. 
You Absolutely. Have to make it Reality. Yeah. Absolutely. And you have to instill academics because, you know, as as our society continues, especially in the United States, it's unfortunate. Um, college tuition is increasing by rapid numbers and right. it's becoming more challenging um, you know, unfortunately, for the for most minority children, um, scholarships is going to be a big part of the way they pay for uh, college. So it right. is very important that um, they learn how important it is for those academics to sustain in order for them to be able to carry and go further. So let's take another quick commercial break, and we're going to wrap up. We are live on Live My Radio. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network. Insurance Associates Atlanta, formerly Mathis Insurance Services, is an independent agency offering personal, commercial life, and health insurance products to meet the needs of your business and your family. We specialize in helping you protect all of your assets, whether you're purchasing insurance for the first time or searching for better products at a better price. Feel free to contact us at 770-483-0310. We're conveniently located at 1030 Remington Drive in Conyers, Georgia. Visit us online at insurance-iaa.com. Are you ready for the best pizza, wings, subs, salads, desserts, and more? Stop by Pizza Day at 5248 North Henry Boulevard in Stockbridge, Georgia, open seven days a week. Contact us for your daily lunch and dinner specials. You can like us on Facebook at It's a Pizza Day. Also, make sure you visit our website at itsapizzaday.com and order online. Delivery is also available, and if you haven't heard, let them know that you heard this on Loudmouth Radio. All right, and we're back live on loudmouthradio.com, and we are on Tea Time, the Entrepreneur Academy. And tonight, this has been an amazing broadcast, having an opportunity to speak with Tandra in Gainesville, Florida, about this amazing nonprofit organization that's doing so much for the inner city at issues in Gainesville, Florida. And I, I got to say, uh, friend, look, this is going to be the part <laughs> where we're going to talk about the funds because... It is important that people know that in order for organizations for you to continue to do and impact communities like you are, you're going to need money. And, you yes, know, um, I know that once, you know, this broadcast is going to have opportunity to be heard um, or archived and people can hear from anywhere across the world. And I'm, and I'm challenging people that are, you know, our followers, our listeners, those who have been uh, connecting with us in so many social circles, that organizations like NMB Shooters needs your support, needs your help. And, you know, it's good to speak and say things in, in the wholeheartedness, but in the reality, it takes work. It takes work. It takes commitment. It takes resources. It takes funds. Um, even if it's gas cars, you know, these kids, I'm yes, sure, are you guys running vehicles? Are you guys running vans yes, or anything exactly like that? Like, yes. You have to, like, especially when you go out of town or even around town, you know, a lot of kids don't have transportation. We're dealing with the low-income areas. They don't have transportation rides, and sometimes their parents just don't care if they get there. So we have to look out for those kids so they can change the cycle, change the curves, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. And so i got to ask this question. Since your program has been going, have you had any kids from the point that you started that has completed – high school yet yes i don't had a couple of them 
um, and have had any college, college opportunities. Yes, yes. Oh, please share with us. Like, yes, a Nike uh, Barbara. She um, was one of our girls when we had the basketball team going. We stuck with her until the end. Um, she received a, a college, uh, um, college scholarship to Kilmore College in Texas. Um, we also Amazing. have had, yeah, we have had a couple of other ones. Um, let me put them on the spot. That they actually uh, received for your um, scholarship. Matter of fact, a Nikeana um, Barbara that's in Texas, she had a 4.2 in her academics. So, Amazing. yeah, we try to stick with them the whole time. Even if it's something in the program and say that um, when they get in the ninth grade, we didn't have anything for them or whatever, we try to still keep ties with them. They invite us to different things that they might have at school or different basketball games. And we're going to try to get into other sports, not just basketball and football, but even you shared with me, Sonny, when I talked to you. I remember about golf and, you know, maybe tennis. And those oh, yeah, because I'm going to tell you something. You those, yeah, you know, there's – because to be honest, not every kid is going to be a football player. Not every kid is going to be a basketball right. player or, or want to participate in those types of sports. You know, there's other – you know, like we, we, we did have that conversation. And, and it's amazing – um, you know, there's a list. The list is so far beyond uh, probably mentioning where there's tennis and golf and crew. Um, crew is a sport that's not looked at a lot of times, uh, which is the rowing, track and field, um, tennis definitely, um, right, golf right. definitely is is a growing sport, um, soccer. It's, it's a fantastic um, opportunity for you to have opportunities, you know, recreationally, AAU, college, and then, you know, opportunities. Right. And that's the thing that is amazing, you know. Um, not to say that there is not a growth of kids and, and youth across the world that is fighting or wanting to become professional, uh, you know, professional sports figures. But, you know, a right. lot of other sports are there to, um, to curve um, some of those kids that may not have the same talents um, to paint, play in all types of sports that we mentioned. They, I agree. The greater, you know, the greater sports that you have right now. So, you know, it's, it's always about well-roundedness, and you'll be surprised how many kids you have that are just tremendous athletes that have the ability um, to play more than one sport. So, yeah. um, and with that being said, and that's still even with that being said, I know that that applies a lot more pressure on you um, to, you know, just to integrate a program. And I'm, I, yeah. I want to say this. I don't know if you, you have this figure to, together, but do you have an idea how much it costs you to, to, to introduce and to create a program and to staff a program such as, you know, because you mentioned like volleyball. If you were to introduce another sport, you know, what kind of cost factor does that impact on your organization to introduce that sport to your youth? Um, sometimes it depends on the sport, um, but um, if you're looking at um, about like volleyball, you're looking at about at least about fifteen thousand to twenty thousand, somewhere in that price range. After you buy, um, you know, the two warm up outfits, two outfits, the shoes, you know, and the volleyballs, and then you're looking at the gym space. Sometimes um, you want to when you get multiple teams. You can't all be in one gym space. And here in Gainesville, Florida, they actually charge you for the gym space, and that's every bit of $250 for three hours. 
So wow. it can yes. be yeah. Yeah. Some places will work with you if you're nonprofit, but they are sometimes absolutely all the way full. And so it's sometimes you you reach those barriers that you need help with. So yeah, we right. look at a lot of challenging areas. But we just, you know, we try to keep it, you know, keep it moving and um, explore different options at times. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know what? Yeah. I'm going to tell you, you know, as a as a, 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 a as an individual, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, I understand and I commend you on your efforts, your dedication, um, your sincerity in regards to your organization and to your youth and providing them the tools, the resources, the people, the love, the support, the organization. Because a lot of times these kids, maybe your organization is the only structure that they get you know, outside of coming yeah. out of school and before they go I home, think. you know. So, you know, I, if if you haven't heard this lately, let me tell you, I'll pat you on your back for, you know, taking the, the, the steps to put this together, to create it, to, to, to impactively, collectively gather the people around you that is helping you to fulfill the mission Thanks. of your organization. Yeah, and it's important that you hear that from your peers because I know when you when your head is to the ground and you're doing it every day, sometimes it doesn't really feel like you're getting further than you are. But just for oh, you to have true. 250 youth, that's not a little yeah. number. You know what I mean? Um, it's growing. Yeah. It really is growing. I can believe it. I can believe it. And, you know, I you speak life kids. and I speak that you guys will have your own um, I've actually inherited uh, my 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 children, and they're grown. But the grandkids, um, you know, are at that age that you're molding the kids that you're talking about that you're molding. We have right. five grands that are within that age group, at least four of them. And you know, knowing and understanding the cost factors, and you know, um, knowing what I know what I had to do as a youth to participate in certain things, to get the uniforms, to get the shoes, to pay the fees, to travel. Right. And then when you're talking about AAU, that's a whole nother uh, set of fees yeah. and, you know, the represent and the travel and the hotels and the stipend to eat and the feed them. And so it, it, it is, it, it's, it's a lot. It is you a lot. You know what, Sonny, you know, the most hurtful thing is when the child comes to me and they like, um, I'll call them back because I haven't heard from them, and they say, well, you know what, I can't play, and I'll be like, why? My mother can't pay the bills, so I can't play. Or, you know, I, you know, some of them don't even ask their mother because they feel sad that, that um, they're asking for something, and she's already backed up in bills. That's the most hurtful thing. So, you know, I try to tell them, well, we'll see what we can do. We'll try to, we'll try to make something happen. So that you're able to play and be exposed and break the cycle of things because it's just heartbreaking to hear them say that. I can't play because my mom just don't have the money or my mom just don't care, you know, if I play or not. And we right. and I, you know the sad part of and you know, even even and I'm gonna tell you this, what I have learned too, and that's not to say because there are some parents that do not care. But a lot yeah. of times what they may shoe off is because like you said, they're not in position. So they try to dismiss right. it so much to to alleviate the pressure of the disappointment right. that their kid is going through. So it's a cycle. Right. It's a hard cycle. It's a real hard cycle. And I can imagine. I can only imagine you're looking at a, a kid who's got a small glimmer in their eye, and they're they, they're losing hope that they'll be able to 
to even have an opportunity to participate in something like this that's really there to help them and to benefit them. So this is why I'm saying, and I'm, I'm beckoning a call to our listeners and to our, our community at large, to help these youth. And the way to do that is to help these organizations like NMB in the Gainesville area. And I don't care, you can be anywhere in the world to donate and to give to this organization. They're able to accept your donation from anywhere that you that you are. You can go to, directly to their website. So, Tedra, please give us your social media, your website, phone number for them to reach so they know how to make sure we have your contact information, how to reach you. Okay, this organization has grown. So if you look us up on Facebook or Twitter, we're under NMB um, Shooters. Now, if you go on to Facebook, we have um, some of them have created their own pages throughout different parts of the organization. You have the NMB Bulls, which is our football team. You have the tutoring program, which is the NMB A Heart of Hope program, and you have the NMB Shooters, which is the basketball TV um, team. Excuse me. So all of it is the NMB Shooters, and please go on and donate at nmbshooters.org. That is our website. And it has a donation button on it. Also, it should have the address to mail anything to us, which is P.O. Box 358-774, Gainesville, Florida, 32635. And we appreciate anything that you can do. Once again, that's nmbshooters.org. Amazing. And I just want to tell you, thank you so much for, you know, giving us this time with you tonight. Thank you. Absolutely. You know what? Hey, if you guys are just listening in, just tuning in or catching this at the very end, um, this actual episode will become a podcast, an archivable um, podcast for you to archive. Actually, I said that repeated and I said it backwards, but that means that you need to listen to it. (laughs) And you can find (laughs) us on on TuneIn Radio and Loudmouth Radio Network. We're also available on Stitcher Radio and over 5 million in-car dashboard systems across the world. And, of course, um, iHeart and iTunes, you have the ability to, to archive our network. But Loudmouth Radio Network is available also on Facebook and on Twitter. And we want to ask that you guys share this actual broadcast. Listen, share it, and give. I, I, that's all I got to say in regards to it. Just share it. Listen and give, whatever order sees fit. Yes, and uh, if you have questions, Tanja, what's a good number for them to reach you on? Um, you can always reach me on three five two two five eight three four five zero three five two two five eight three four five zero, and that's my direct line because I like to you know meet people where they are and talk to them and be real down earth with people. You know, you don't have to go through a bunch of channels to reach me. I'm just tender. <laughs> make it easy, so, right? I love it. Yeah, make it easy. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I appreciate it again this evening, having this time with you. We're going to conclude Thanks. this broadcast. Um, wonderful to, to have you on tonight and have an opportunity to speak to our listeners because it's so important that people know what you are and who you are to this community. And um, you guys travel beyond Florida as well if you're able to, too, right? Yes. Yes, we will. Absolutely. So, listeners, that means we need your help. We need your support. And uh, I thank everybody for tuning in tonight. This has been another fantastic episode. You've been listening to Loudmouth Radio. 
We want to encourage you also, uh, we just had an amazing opportunity to find out some historic history. We're going to ask that you make sure you stay with us as we uh, connect with um, City Council and the uh, Mayor Pro Temp, Ms. Alfonso Thomas of Stockbridge, Georgia, who is actually with the Martin Luther King Foundation, um, has has committed uh, to a wonderful historic moment in Stockbridge. And I just found out some, some history that I had no clue of, and this is my community and my my neighborhood, um, but we actually will be covering um, the renaming of a road in Starbridge as Martin Luther King Sr. is honored. And amazing enough, people, I did not know this, Martin Luther King Sr. was actually born and raised in Starbridge, Georgia. And um, and it's amazing that more information about, you know, the family and even Martin, Dr. Martin Luther King's grandparents are buried here. Uh, so the King family and the foundation will be participating tomorrow evening at 7 p.m. at the Merle Manders Center in Stockbridge, Georgia, with the dedication of the road uh, being renamed after Dr. Martin Luther King Sr. And I think it's important that we understand that how Mr. Um, how Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. became as epic as he uh, was. So our history is because of his father. His father was something serious and a mover and shaker in um, in our history. So. I'm really excited about finding out more about that and sharing that information with our listeners. So stay tuned. Make sure you guys stay with us and follow us on Loudmouth Radio. We are out of here. You're listening to the Loudmouth Radio Network.